You're a noisy little thing, aren't you? <laughs> Good evening. It is Friday the 29th of November again. Um, and it is episode 28 of my Napa Pomo series 4, 2019. Uh, I've come back outside. Uh, it's not too bad, actually. It's not quite so dark. It's just come out to half past four. It's only, what, an hour and a half since the last one I recorded. Um, but I, I realised after I stopped the recording earlier on, there was a whole bunch of other stuff that I meant to have said yesterday, but didn't. But as this is actually the episode that should have been recorded yesterday, I might be able to get away with it. So, <coughs> as it happens... Today is Black Friday, a day which apparently represents the day when retailers usually start to turn a profit um, and therefore go into the black. That's kind of apparently where the name comes from. That's disputed, though. Um, it's also a US observation. That's where it originated. And it also relates to retail. So not online. <laughs> and not outside the US. So, it's now escaped the US uh, and is pretty much all over the world uh, and has also entered the online space, which is kind of stupid because it was my understanding that's what Cyber Monday was supposed to be. Now, Cyber Monday is the Monday immediately following Black Friday and it's where um, shoppers are apparently encouraged, I don't know how, <coughs> how that works, um, to shop online rather than um, at a physical retail establishment. But I would have thought that with retail being what it is, certainly in the UK, I have no idea what it's like anywhere else in the world, whether they're suffering the same ill effects of um, what I shall now call the Amazon effect, where retail establishments and uh, locations are closing down left, right and centre because they just can't compete with the, uh, with the online space. Um... But, uh, yeah, I suppose, you know, any way to commercially exploit consumers, right? Kind of works. Uh, and, of course, this also means that yesterday was Thanksgiving in the US. So I, I wholeheartedly and, and I apologise, basically, um, to all of my uh, US acquaintances and friends uh, for missing that. And I hope that you did have a, uh, a good Thanksgiving. Now, after I recorded the last episode, and you know, an hour and a half ago, um, now I'm struggling with my technology at the moment, here we go, um, <coughs> we did um, a social event, which we do every week, as, as a way to break, break the day, or really a way to break the week, kind of a, um, a precursor to the weekend. Um, and when I was in my previous office, um, when it was just a, a small office space with 70 or 80 people. We used to do this by heading down to the games room at about 3 o'clock in the afternoon and just thrashing each other at pool for, I don't know, an hour. Um, obviously, we're not in that space now. We, we do have a pool table in our main office, although most of us aren't actually in the office uh, five days a week. So it's not quite as easy to to get everybody together at the same time to 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 you know to to, to bond as a team. 
by not actually physically doing work. We've changed that here to make it as, as accessible as we can. We now do the BBC News Quiz of the Week, but we do it over a video conference. So members um, of the team that work from home, that are in the office here in the UK, that are in the office in one of our many offshore locations, they can come together at the same time, three, half past three on a Friday afternoon, and we go through the BBC Quiz of the Week together. Now, we don't share our answers until everybody has answered a particular question. So there's no way that we could say, ah, oh, blast, I should have gone for the third option, not the second one, and then everybody else chooses the third option. Because <laughs> that would kind of defeat the object. Um, so we all go through, we work out how many points we've got out of seven, we share that, we store it on an Excel spreadsheet. The wife, my good lady wife, who doesn't even work for the same company as us, she partakes as well. If she's, if she's at home working with me, then she'll come onto the, um, the video conference and, and join in with me. If she's not, then I can't invite her onto the video conference because she's external. But <coughs> she will do the quiz in her own time and tell us what the, the score is. So she's actually part of this. And I think where I'm going with this is the importance of non-work activities within a work environment. I know that it kind of makes sense that during the hours of 9 to 5, 9 to 5, 30, 8 till 4, whatever your working hours are, you are at the beck and call of your company. They own you during that time. They're responsible for you. They're, you're responsible to them. And you would expect, or I would imagine, most people would expect that if you are at work, in your work hours, you should be working. But actually, that doesn't really hold true anymore. That's kind of changed over the years as flexible working has come in and more agile, um, not agile as in flexible, agile as in agile, look it up, uh, environments have come in. It's become more and more apparent that these breakaways, these these um, diversions, distractions from work actually have more benefit than not. And I think it's really important that if you are in a work environment, particularly one which is focused on a certain task, that you tend to achieve more using um, bursts. I suppose you would call them, I don't know what the, the official term would be, where you you put aside time, you put aside a certain number of hours in a day, you put aside a certain number of days in a week just to knuckle down and blitz through the work that you've got. And then when you've done that, you have to take a break. You have to rest. And I'm not just talking about going downstairs, getting a coffee and walking back to your desk and, and, and having it, or eating lunch at your desk, or, um, you know, these perfunctory, oh, I took a break, I got away from my desk. No, you need to take these times away from your, from your workspace. If you're entitled to a 45-minute lunch, take a 45-minute lunch. That means get out of your office environment. If you've got a canteen or a restaurant, go and sit there. If the weather's nice, go for a walk. Um, if you're near enough to uh, a retail uh, a location, go and do some window shopping. Heck, go and do some shopping. 
if you are entitled to uh, a 15 minute break in the morning and one in the afternoon, take them, get up out of your chair, go and do nothing. <laughs> Don't do work. Don't work through them. It is so important to physical and mental well-being to take breaks during your work time. I am so fortunate in my work environment that we are actually left to manage our own time. My contracted working hours are 9 to 5.15. Uh, sorry, no, it's not. It's 9 to 5.30, Monday to Thursday, 9 to 5.15 on a Friday at my office location in Nottingham. I cannot tell you the last time I actually fulfilled that contract because the flexibility that I am afforded, the agreement I have with my manager, basically says, if you get your job done and your colleagues are happy with you managing the time and you're, they're happy with you you know, <coughs> not being there after four o'clock in the afternoon or working from home or taking a two-hour lunch break, then you just go ahead and do it as long as the work gets done. So as an example, on Monday, I worked from home. I worked roughly eight or four, <coughs> but I probably worked through my lunch, which I know I shouldn't have done. A complete contradiction and hypocrisy of what I just said earlier. On Tuesday, I was in the office. I got into the office at about 10 past eight. I left at, oh no, it wasn't, sorry, I worked from home on Tuesday, my apologies. And I probably did the same hours as Monday. Then on Wednesday, I um, went into the office. I got into the office at about 10 past eight. Um, I didn't take a lunch break for a very good reason. And that was I left at three because I had to be back home in order for an event at five o'clock. Um, on Thursday, I got into work about quarter past eight. I left at about, I don't know, four, maybe quarter past four. Um, did take a lunch break. I, I sat down, got away from my desk, sat down with the rest of the guys and uh, we, uh, we had lunch together. That worked. Today, I started work from home, started work at about half past seven, and I switched off at about four o'clock. I did take a lunch break. <coughs> I took a, a break break, and we did the quiz of the week this afternoon. So I've done my um, contracted hours, was it 35 and a quarter hours um, for the day? I've done that for the week, sorry. And I've taken probably inadequate breaks, insufficient breaks that I should have done. But I think if you consider the whole thing about making sure that you do take breaks between work, I don't take fixed breaks. I take a break when it is appropriate for me to do so. If I'm in the middle of something and half past 10 comes along, I'm not going to go, okay, that's it. Tools down, go for a coffee. Because that's stupid. Because if you're in the middle of something, context switching It'll take you 25 minutes to get back into the mindset you were when you left your desk. The studies have been uh, written about that. <coughs> so, yeah, maybe you're not fortunate enough to 
to have that level of flexibility. If you do, let me know. Let me know what kind of things you do to break your day up. Do you have um, regular, weekly, or even daily um, social events with your colleagues? I mean, we have um, stand-ups every day at half past nine. Well, I call them stand-ups, but we're all sat down. Um, but it's just a way of just catching up, seeing where we are with work. It's a focused, goal-driven uh, conversation, but it gives us an opportunity to sit down and talk about what it is we're doing, but not actually physically doing work. There is something to be said for Agile. I think Agile is a is a fantastic concept, and it allows for... It basically gives the, the work streams freedom to do what it is they need to do in order to get the job done. And I love that environment. I really do. If I ever had to go back to a nine-to-five with a half-hour lunch with quarter-hour breaks, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, um, if you turn up late or leave early, you're in trouble, get a warning. No, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't go back to that now. And to be fair, I honestly don't think that has a place in industry anymore. I get that if you're working in a customer-facing environment, you need to be there at a certain time. Uh, because you are providing a service to other people. So you could argue there's an exception there. But you could also argue, well, cover shifts. Maybe get um, split shifts so that someone's working 8 till 4 and someone else is working 10 till 6. Then you have that flexibility. You don't have to be there at certain times to allow for families, to allow for um, medical appointments, you know, whatever it is. But I think the the... The picture of industry is changing to quite a, a a great extent, where the old the old concept of office hours is dead, and if it isn't, it should be. One because there's no office anymore, and two because nine to five just doesn't work for people. A classic example of this would be courier companies. in that most courier companies will deliver during the day because they operate nine till five. So if I've got a package that I'm due to, due to receive and it's coming home because I can't get stuff delivered to work, they will deliver a package between nine and five, which is the exact time I'd be out of the office if I was working office hours, out of the house if I was working office hours. So how on earth can you have services that operate in the same times as office you'd never ever get anything delivered now okay you do have people that do work from home you do have people that don't work you know that they they do their <coughs> they do whatever they do from home not an issue for them but for those people that are limited to set hours usually they're the set hours that other company companies actually run you still get shops that close at five o'clock in the afternoon if you want to go shopping after work you're stuffed <sighs> anyway how long have i been matching for uh 16 minutes probably too long anyway please do let me know what it is you do for work that isn't work the things you do to wind down, the things you do 
as a team or as a, as a person to get away from the drudge and monotony of work. So like I say, for me, when I was in uh, my previous office, it was um, matches of Paul in the, in, on Friday afternoon. Where it is where I am now, it's doing the BBC Quiz of the Week on Friday afternoon. So yeah, let me know what you get up to. Anyway, I've offered for far too long. Not sure yet, this is where this is my longest recording yet. Um, I think the other one uh, from a few days ago might have been <laughs> the longest. But uh, we shall see anyway. So I will speak to you possibly later on this evening. So have a good evening and I will speak to you soon. See ya. <laughs>